procrastination. Radio. Dimitri, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, damn. Not my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm having like revelations. So I'm like, damn. Yeah, All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Procrastination Radio. Uh, it is your host, Ian Complex. And today, um, you are not seeing anything weird. There are two guests for the first time, very special. On the video uh, platform, we have Phoenix James, the tallest uh, musician in history, um, and Dimitri Victor, a full-time artist, part-time uh, superstition person. Um, <laughs> how y'all doing today? Amazing. Amazing. Good. I'm doing great. Happy to be That's here. Good. That's good. That's good. Um, so today... Well, I got a question, though. I got a question. Yeah, though. yeah. How, how tall is Phoenix? I'm 6'9". Yeah. Yeah. I know that's cap. But all right. no, that's the truth. That's the truth. Were you being serious? Nah. I don't I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it might be true. <laughs> it's a mystery. Nah, I saw, I saw her at one party one time, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I couldn't tell if it was, like, just the height or the hair. But I was like, you're just tall. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna tell anybody my height. But I'm but that's 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 what it helps with the art. It helps with the art. Um yeah, it look kind of scary up close. Yeah, nice, Intim- nice. intimidating persona. Um but yeah, I wanted to talk today. I was watching this John Mayer interview, um, mm-hmm. been obsessing over John Mayer for some reason recently. Yeah. And uh he was talking about how for a long time in his life with his art, he just was considered himself like a ball of ideas, kind of growing alongside himself. And then it took him to a certain point to understand how he fit into how all his ideas happened. And that made me think about how in my art, uh, specifically production, I'm able to like bring out a bunch of emotions and communicate very well in ways that I'm not able to in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if there's any ways in which you're stronger in your art and communicating than you are in your personal lives. Hmm, that's a great question. Um, that is a good question. Demet, <laughs> you want to go first? Um, now you can you can go first. I gotta <laughs> think about that one. I gotta think about it. Um, so I think that like hundred percent. I started making music because I wasn't that good with like vulnerability and yeah. expressing myself. I had anger issues as a kid. Mm. I had anger issues as a kid. Um, yeah. And I didn't really know how to cope. My dad started telling me, like, write down your feelings. And then once I started getting into music, that turned into writing songs and then creating, like, a full production. So that's basically mm. how I started, like, expressing myself. And I think I definitely became a more open mm. person through music. Was that hard still, like, getting to that point? Like, did it take a minute? Or once you started, like, writing stuff down, you were just like, okay, I understand what's going on here. I think that putting it out was harder than, like, making it because I had a bunch of stuff like I was just making 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 but I never put mm. it out and then somebody was like oh I think I let somebody listen to it and they're like you should put this out and I was like mm. what nah I'm good but once I started <laughs> putting it out and like noticing that people liked it it's like they like yeah. my feelings they like my expression they like me being open so that that mm. brought me out a little bit of my show. Mm. Oh, do I go now? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, it took it took me a minute to like express my emotions throughout actually, because in the beginning I was just making stuff that I thought was cool yeah. and that people would like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and as a guy, like you kind of struggle a lot with like being vulnerable because people don't really think you can be vulnerable. They kind of right. you know tell you to man up and stuff. So right. I didn't really think that it would be. I guess cool to like show my emotions. Mm. It took it took a long time for me to be able to get to the point where I was like, you know what, forget it. I'll just do whatever I want because I had to hit rock bottom for me to just say, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna just you know express how I feel because before I was just making stuff that I thought was cool. I was like experimenting with styles that I thought like would help me blow up, but it never worked. But then mm. it was like, um, I think after a while, I just realized, you know, I just need to be myself. And then once I reached that point, that's when you know things just started to get better. And then mm. I already didn't care, so I was just putting it out anyways. So I didn't care who saw it or who didn't. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. So like, the more you got to like understand yourself, was it, um. Like I I know for music it's easier to kind of like oh I feel I feel sad let me make this sound dark but like for you with like visual art was it mm-hmm. like how was that to be like oh I'm just gonna paint black today or like I'm just oh. gonna not use it's it's a lot harder I think for like art because um, yeah. you gotta like know uh, specific things like color theory and like how things work so I can't just like if if I don't know how to like do the fundamentals then I can't express how I feel. So I had to, like, actually learn how to mm. do everything before I could, you know, even express my emotions. Because if you don't know how to, you know, you know, if you don't know perspectives and, like, uh, compositions and stuff like that, then when you're actually making the stuff, it comes off looking corny. You know mm. what I'm talking about. You see, like, the yeah. art where it's just, like, a splatter and they're like, oh, this represents my anger. And you're like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Like, I actually wanted people to relate to it. And for that yeah. to happen, like, I needed to actually learn what I was doing and see how people perceive that like through their brains and everything yeah and, and for you phoenix like you said that you started writing stuff down were you already playing instruments and stuff before that i think this is like two years before i started playing instruments so i was just okay. out and like getting in trouble at school and okay. then my dad was like all right let's <laughs> this yeah it's gone too far <laughs> you're breaking cars this is this is more than i thought it no was. exactly i'm slapping little kids across the head <laughs> <laughs> It's not okay. Um, school is not safe. Sure. Yeah, no, no, it was like elementary school actually. <laughs> mm. um, Do you have any of that? Like, still like that ooh. stuff saved? I have it on the this old computer that we've had since I was like little. Um, yeah, I have like the first song I made. It was like from Mother's Day. Right, we're playing all the old drafts on Procrastination <laughs> Radio exclusive. So bad. We get it. We blast it. Listen, voice. It's terrible. That's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like for me, um, kind of understanding myself um, in the, in the inverse, it's it's made me easier to like lie about shit in a funny way because like yeah. I know where my base is now. Like before, I struggled with like who I was as an artist. Like um, like when the sun came out, I think uh, that's a song I put out a minute ago. Like that was my first like thank you. That was, that was like my first step into being like okay, this is. This is who Julian is, not Ian Complex or or whatever. But then after that, it was like, oh, I don't have to make everything so personal. I don't have to make everything so like this is exactly what I'm going through now. Like I can like dip into perspectives and write from characters' perspectives and different stuff like yeah. that. Um so for again to y'all, like 
do you ever step outside of yourself when making art to get to a certain point? Or is it always from the perspective of this is me, this is my personal opinion on this? Um, and if if not, how easy is it to kind of get into that headspace of possibly doing that? I can answer this question. Okay. Um, personally, I feel like I only, I only make stuff from my perspective. Yeah. But at the same time, I realize that like, you know, people always share your opinions. You're not like the only one that feels a certain way. Right. So right. even if I make something from my perspective, there's always going to be somebody out there that feels the same exact way. Yeah. Especially like, uh, so let's say I make something about like how I feel as a black person, right? You know, it's about how I feel as a black person, but I'm not the only black person in, in the world. So somebody right. who else was black is going to see that and probably think, oh, I, know, I relate to that. So right. I feel like just making stuff, you know, about how you feel, somebody's always going to relate to it. So I don't think you need to like, intentionally try to go outside of yourself because there's always going to be some type of relatability to it mm. that brings up a, a a question like how do you how do y'all feel when people interpret your art like to you like yo this shit made me feel like this and you're like that's not at all what i was fucking thinking about <laughs> at all like it's, it's it's super cool to like see what people think from the yeah. other perspective of or if somebody's going through something specifically and they listen to your song and they apply that to your song instead of what the actual meaning was. I kind of love it because seeing other people's perspective um, mm. makes you realize how not versatile, but universal like your art is and how it can apply to anything really. Mm. Really yeah, I agree like, with that. Have I got any like bad takes? You was like, this is off. Like I, I ain't even gonna oh. respect that. Oh hell yeah, definitely. For sure. I got some new bad takes. What was like the worst one? You like, yeah, bro, that's not that's not what we doing right now. Uh, I think every Basquiat take that I've ever received in my life. I hate, I hate that so much. That's like the default. Yeah, it's like because he's the only black artist people know of. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it looks like Basquiat. I've gotten like yeah. every light skinned female singer. I've gotten Willow. Yeah. I've gotten Sade. I've gotten Georgia Smith. I've gotten. Was his name Dan? Like, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Damn, like, we go. We go. That one's just embarrassing right there. Yeah, I'm like, what? She didn't They're like, this reminds me of replay so much. Like, I, I'm getting them replay vibes, you know? Nah, I, 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 I hate so much. Like, I love Earl, everything he's doing, but every time I fix my mouth to rap, they like, yo. Man, like I don't know why, but this is some Earl vibes right here, my boy. And I'm like, yeah, Love thank you. you. I, was, I see, I, I was, see that though. I I get it, but like at the same time, I don't know. I I have a weird uh relationship with uh comparison to like understand. Mm -hmm. Like um, I feel like a lot of I think I think it's just me projecting because a lot of my time spent with understanding who I was. I was trying to be like this person mm, yeah. and trying to be like another person. And then like the stuff that I'm finally like, okay, this is a hundred percent me. I come back and they're like, okay, do you, this, this, and that person. I'm like, yeah, I was inspired by this, this, and that person. And maybe that's on me to try to like, uh, um, I don't even know if that's a fair take for me. I was about to say like, maybe that's on me to like, switch my stuff up so it's like nothing sound like that but then like i'm doing what i like so it, i don't really gotta yeah your influences are gonna like show regardless I yeah think. yeah um, but i don't know like your music I, is still I, you 
I feel like people also got to realize like nothing is original. So like, right. Just obviously something is going to sound like something else, but it doesn't mean it is. That was the inspiration. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. So even like when I hear your stuff, like I think of mostly like the Alchemist in terms of Mm -hmm. production, but I don't really see the Earl comparisons because even Earl, he wasn't the one who started it. So maybe it's just like people need to learn more like history and music and arts maybe so they can understand it. Yeah, that's so true. You like you you are art head. Dimitri, you like you be you be in it like you ever get oh, lost in, in like the the dig for that stuff and like i guess this is a good a good pivot mm-hmm. like do y'all ever like where do you go when you're getting too inspired by people where it's like showing too much like you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah i have i have rules so i don't so that doesn't happen yeah i know people say you're not supposed to have rules in art but like i have rules for myself it's yeah. like before I make things, like I have like a few rules where like, okay, I don't look at anybody else's stuff. Like mm. I try to gather stuff from my own experiences, stuff like that. So mm. when I'm actually making things, it doesn't end up looking like somebody else's or right. I don't want the comparisons. I think everybody should do that though. Yeah. Yeah. And then for me, like say I want to sound like Frank Ocean and that mm. shows too much. I'll just go and listen to his influences mm. to be a little mm. bit mm. more vague because obviously everything I'm looking for in him is going to be in his influences through writing, through melody, whatever it is. So I think that's that's what I do most. Or I'll like just search up like different people in that genre, like right. um, or in like another genre, like a whole. I'll go from like R&B to alternative to right. pop if I need to. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that is a a thing. A lot of people on the internet are becoming aware of like. Uh, a bunch of TikTok takes of people just like, all oh, these rappers not listening to enough music, so they all sound like each other. And I'm like, that's kind of that's kind of true because like if you're just surrounded by that same type of thing, you're like, this is all that's out there. I don't got nothing else to go to. Um, but yeah, it's 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 become a lot easier because uh, for me because I know where I'm at. So anything that comes out is kind of just like this is this is completely me, no matter mm-hmm. what people say. Um, can I pick you off? Of, uh, can can you back off of that real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I feel like also people they they sound or like make things like their inspirations because I feel like people resonate with things that they that that they think are familiar. So if I make something that looks like I don't know, like a Picasso piece, obviously mm. it'll get more traction than you know an original style because nobody's seen right, it before. Right. Right. So I feel like even with music, when somebody's making something and it sounds like I don't know like Travis Scott or Oral. You know, right. it gets a lot more attention, so they kind of just go with it because you want to make money, you want to be successful, right. so you just go with it instead of trying to figure out your own thing. Right, right, yeah. It is uh, like a bunch of musicians always talk about like when they've like started the sound or something, how like everybody else is making money off their shit, and it's like really frustrating because like they they had to be the ones that like broke things in and kind of made it okay for people to to get there. Would, would if y'all like broke a new style like y'all was like I'm doing a bunch of stuff would y'all be okay with people biting y'all shit? Hell no! <laughs> oh, we pissed off. I mean, you know, you know that quote like you know it's not about who did it first; it's about who did it the best. So why would I start I, something and then somebody else steals it and does it better than me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be mad. I would just be like, okay, now I gotta do it like the the best. Like like you said, I think right. that. As long as people know, like I made this, like I'm mm. cool. 
because obviously people are going to catch on like eventually and as long as you're known as like a curator of something and respected mm-hmm. as that that mm-hmm. everything is fine because mm-hmm. i'm not going to stop making music just because right. people are writing my stuff i'm gonna be like okay i gotta make just knock it out knock it out knock it right. out yeah right you know i i noticed that recently like with a certain artist too like um like frank ocean or kanye like if you listen to each album it, it all sounds like completely different than the last right and now like now i get it like before i was always like you know why are they always switching up their style but i get it now because you know when an album is so influential and then people copy it it's like you can't go back to that style anymore. exactly because exactly. if you go back to it they've already heard it too much and it just becomes oversaturated yeah that's that's like the point that there was a documentary i forgot to i forget what it's called but uh, it was about this this visual artist um, who kind of fell out of like the art world because he didn't want to make the same style of paintings he was doing. Oh, the and, price of everything, right? Yep, yeah, bro. Oh my goodness, that was <laughs> ah, was so good. It it was crazy. Um, so if y'all ever got to a point where y'all were like, "This is again, this is the style I'm known for." Mm-hmm. And people are asking and people and this is like affecting you financially to like stay on this basis. Like, do y'all have a thing where you get bored of making the same thing? Um, or would you kind of be like, I'm in it. I got to kind of stick to it. So like the status quo is maintained. Ooh. I think that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, no, you can go. You can go. Hmm. I think that I do get sick of making the same thing very quickly, mm-hmm. unless it's for like a project for an album, like that's cool. But making like the same type of single, like every single time, that's gonna get old. And I feel like people nowadays, because of our short attention spans, would not like that like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we're always trying to hear something new. Uh, right. I don't think, I would lose my mind. I will lose it. Mm-hmm. I'll fumble the bag, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Money is gone. <laughs> What about you, Dimitri? Uh, well, I had, like, this revelation, like, last week about, yeah. like, you know, the way people consume things. And I realized, like, people consume things that, you know, we give to them, not that they necessarily want. So if you keep giving people what they want, like, people don't really know what they want. They just, you know, sure. consume whatever you give them. If right. if Rihanna dropped a terrible album or that, that's considered terrible, whatever, people yeah. are still going to listen to it because, you know, it's Rihanna. You know, they're mm-hmm. going to consume that whatever. So I'm like... You know, you can't give people what they want because people necessarily don't want what they know what they want. They have terrible taste. You gotta, you gotta kind of determine <laughs> their right. taste for them. You know, show them something new because if they had the choice, people would just go back to what they're familiar with. So yeah. you gotta always go outside the box and do what you can. So even if I was making the same thing and it was financially, it would make me financially stable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't keep doing it because I know in the long run it's just gonna backfire. Yeah. Yeah. But how how far do you go? Like where where is like the ceiling on the experimentalness when you're trying to go outside of like the um I mean okay if there is no limit to what you're gonna give your audience mm-hmm. like where is that limit for yourself so you're not just doing the random splatters on the thing at this point because you're like ah they're not with the the meaningful stuff they're not messing with the stuff that I'm just like this is random so I need to just like switch it up to no return is that like, would you consider that still you because it's coming out of you? Or is that, like... Um, I feel like every every person has, like, specific type of tropes that they put in their art that mm-hmm. makes it unique to them. 
like I'm pretty sure like if you listen to certain musicians, they have like certain, you know, rhyme schemes or like uh, production things that they use. Like, yeah. you know, Alchemist always uses like specific types of like uh, instrumentals, not mm. instrumentals, but samples. Mm. So like if, if I'm going from like abstract, like realism, there always has to be like some type of little thing in there that makes it unique to me. I feel like no matter what style you choose or whatever you do, it's always going to have that. Like, um, what's that guy? There's a guy, he's like a director and he's an artist and stuff like that. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No? Mm, wait, what he's, is, like some what? Famous, he's like some famous like director and he's like a painter too. But like a lot of the stuff that he talks about in like his movies, you can also see it in his paintings. So it's like, you know, it's his just by looking at it mm. too. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but that, but that, that's, that's, cool. that's, 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 that through line is like what I'm, I think personally I'm trying to find because I think sometimes like, like me and Phoenix were talking about earlier before you came in, like, I think sometimes I just throw out the ideas, but like you said, there are like, now that I'm thinking about it, there are certain things like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting choked up. No, I'm joking. Um, there are certain things like that are coming through like, oh, I, I like this kick, so I'm going to use this kick or this loop is a loop that I love because I used to hear it when I was a kid. So that stuff is mm-hmm. coming through whether or not I see it. And, and that's really interesting. Do, do y'all know of any like tropes that y'all have in your art that like people can pick out? Like, yeah, people call like somebody called my music like acid R&B like. He's like, it's always super ambient, and I'm always using some type of weird ambient noise in the background. Yeah. And then my rhymes. Very big. Very big sound of music. I, I yeah. noticed that, too. You make, like, sound landscapes. That's what I call them. <laughs> That's, yeah, somebody was like, you make rain favorite forest movie music. I was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, your stuff moves really crazy. Like, I was listening to that new stuff. I was like, like the first second, like, I was like, God, that's, like, insane. <laughs> really and like you to me like can they tell like oh this brush stroke like that's that's my boy that's 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 him right now uh, i feel like these these like tiny little faces and like squiggly lines and like yeah. everything that yeah. i do so you can always tell that um it's mine Shout like i do it on purpose oh yeah yeah it's right behind you that's crazy yeah yeah people always can tell yeah mm. Do y'all get bored of that at any time? Like, have y'all like been like them, like in the studio, like yeah, like maybe not a face on this one, maybe, maybe I'll make this little little trap beat real quick. Like, I'm not going. Um, I think yes, but I still add that element. Like, regard, like there's some type of weird ambient noise in the background. Like, I can't avoid it. I don't know what. Yeah, you can't is. help it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just there's something in me that's just like I have to put this in here. I don't yeah, care. That's cool. But, that's cool. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Like, even if I try not to do it, it's just like my hand just does it. I don't know, man. It's your signature, yeah. 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 It's like I wonder thing. where that stuff comes from. Like, can you like, can y'all trace back in your head like a moment where like before like you weren't doing that, and then like maybe what inspired that to happen? Mm. I, I know I can. Like exactly what was like this moment? This is like what was it? Yeah, bro, I was pissed because people kept saying my art like other people. Uh, and it was like, uh, yeah, like I was tired of it. It was like I'm. I didn't want to make things that people as because if you're making art, the worst compliment I feel like you can get from somebody is like, oh, that reminds me of this and that. Right, like, right. like I just want you to see it as like a new thing. 
And every time I would make something, like whether it be any type of style, people would always say, oh, this looks like this. It reminds me of this. It reminds me of that. And I'm like, okay, I need to add something to this that like doesn't look like anybody or that I've never seen in paintings. And so I would just like kind of take pieces and stuff from everything that I would um, like research and study and just combine it to make my own thing. And then that's basically how I ended up doing everything that I do now. Mm. Word. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea where it started at all for me. It just kind of snuck up on me and it just became what I did. I have no idea where I learned that from. That's that's really interesting. Like, this is is complete 180. um, But when you have moments in your art where you question yourself, and then you have moments in life where you're like going through some stuff. Like, which one is harder to get out of? Like, are like the non-inspiration moments easier to get through because it's like maybe to some degree you've worked on the art more than you've worked on yourself in that in that kind of aspect, or is like the real life stuff just like all right, I gotta handle this. I'm I'm gonna take. And does that do they affect each other in like big ways or? kind of just like independent i know that was 19 questions just now i'm sorry about that but nah, i think that um for sure it's easier to face my life like whatever's going on in my life just mm. because mm. it's a lot more not realistic i mean yeah realistic in ways mm. that like it's either i do this or i do this i have like two choices but music right. is like i can go a bunch of different directions and there's so many right. different aspects to it but I do think they affect each other. Like if I'm, the, I think the art not being there, like if I'm uninspired, well, it's happening mm-hmm. to me right now. Like I'm in a stump right now. Like if I'm uninspired, mm-hmm. I'll feel like really sad. Like I'll be like in my bag. Like, I'll be like mad at everybody. But if really? like my life is going wrong, I just make a song about it. Like it's not really, That's it's crazy. definitely more than art. Like I, cause wow. I do it every day. It's like an addiction. Like right. once you get in that, in that bag and I'm sure Dimitri, like with like, um, visual art too once you get in that bag it's like a, a habit and it's like an addiction so you're doing it every day and when you can't mm-hmm. it's like oh I feel weird like I feel mad weird like walking yeah. into the outside world yeah I, I feel the same exact way I also feel like that's why like a lot of um, fans of like artists and stuff they get so happy when artists feel terrible or like they're going through a bad <laughs> oh, breakup yeah. Yeah, if somebody dies, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get some fiery music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they just know, like, that's what all artists do. Yeah. Nice. I was thinking about that, about Miguel, like, two nights ago. Because him and his girl, after 17 years, I was like, yo, he's about to make something crazy. I know. His next project's going to be, I'm so sorry, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, I was like, that man made sure thing when he was together. Mm -hmm. I was like, what's about to happen if he comes out of the, which is crazy. And that's it's really, that's, really, it's really weird. That's that's the first thought to be like, damn. All right, <laughs> we love. We about to, we about to get cooking. <laughs> damn. That that is that is insane. He's in the studio right now, singing his heart out. <laughs> the tears on the notepad just messing it up. But I also feel like I don't know. I don't know if celebrities do this or or not. But this is one of my conspiracy theories. I'm I'm gonna just say it. I think. <laughs> That like famous singers, they um they date just so they can have material for their music. Sometimes, like I think Taylor Swift does it. I think The Weeknd does it. I don't. Know, that's just me though. I think Drake does it too. Wait, does what? 
like he dates people and then you know goes through the entire relationship and then breaks up with them so he can have like some type of inspiration that is crazy and they have writing camps like that's like the biggest thing like i think getting into it because i work at a studio so seeing how everything really functions in like the professional world um they just have 10 writers come in and like so we're not only getting drake's perspective now we're getting like 10 other people's heartbreak stories and that is like awesome, five baby. other people's kanye does that he has huge writing camps that like there's yeah, like collaborators 20, 20 writers like the really big ones they have people knocking it out for them because it's hard to be like that consistent i got a question too like do you think that takes away from the music when they have so many like writers and producers and all these people a part of the project that is a good question i don't think honestly i think it makes it better because when you have uh-huh. so many young people, like say like somebody like Kanye, who's still like a lot older, maybe not super tapped in with the underground, like whatever's going on. If he brings in some like cool young producers that he thinks are super talented, like Travis Scott, when he brought in Travis Scott to work right. on his projects, like it completely changed because Travis is tapped in. He has a new sound. It's fresh. I think it adds a lot. Um, but it also depends on like what they're writing about because not everybody's going to be able to knock out right. Kanye verse. Yeah. yeah i think for me it like depends on like who i'm listening to and like for what reason like i do listen to more like the like experimental rap stuff so i like i know most of their stuff is from like personal point of view but like mm-hmm. if i know it's somebody like like rihanna like i know she doesn't write most of her stuff yeah. then i'm just like this is like a testament to how good of a performer she is because i'm feeling like she's like experiencing all this stuff when she's performing so exactly um I think it is a talent to be able to be like, this is not my thing, but I'm going to perform it. Like, like a good cover is like crazy. Like when people are like, oh, this is not the original song. Like all I do, all I do is think of you by Troop. I thought that was the original song by a long time. I like recently found out that was a Jackson 5 song. And I was like, like what do you mean? This is, the boys was sad. What do you mean? This is not yeah. Michael Jackson. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a weird thing. Cause I, I don't know how well that would translate to, I mean, like, in the case of that documentary, there was like big artists who had like other painters painting for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like an equivalent to the same thing, but I I don't know. Well, from what I've heard, they say like the idea is more important than the execution because anybody can make something, but not everybody can come up with the idea to like right. do certain things. So like, right. um, I guess like if Kanye brings in a bunch of people, you know, they wouldn't have made that Kanye song without Kanye. So I guess he's telling them, oh, you need to do yeah. this. It's I want this to sound like that. Yeah. So I guess that's how it is for visual art- artists, too. Because yeah. um, I-, I looked at a documentary once, and, like, it was Jeff Koon's studio. And, like, mm-hmm. he's so meticulous with, like, everything he does. So, like, he-, he has, like, specific, like, colors that they can use. Like, he has, right. like, um, it's basically, like, a coloring book. Like, he gives them the template, and all you do is color it in. And the person, like Jeff Coons or Morikami, they're the ones who are like, yeah, do it exactly like this. I want you to make it like that. And that's crazy. You, yeah. That's you think so y'all cool. could get to a point where that's like how y'all rock? Or If I found the like, proper team, I think that yeah. pr- production-wise, yes, for sure. But mm. writing-wise, I don't know. It would have to be like yeah. a very specific person. To, to right, write. like they like studied yeah. your style, and like yeah, okay, I got yeah, you. But I like making stuff by myself. Like I don't like being yeah. around people when I yeah. when I write. So. Yeah. 
I feel like sometimes uh, when I do stuff in front of people, it's like I'm performing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I'm on live and like I'm making a beat, I'm like, this is not how I work, bro. Like, I'm gonna stop halfway <laughs> and then watch a movie and then come back and then be like, oh, this shit suck. And then I'm gonna move on. But like, I gotta finish a thought kind of yeah. in, in this like big sentence of a live and then interact with people. But um, that brings up another point, and I'm, I'm gonna try to try to wrap it up after this, but. Um, with social media and everything, like how do y'all um, kind of approach it while being yourselves? And I know kind of that um, y'all have personal brands which represent yourselves, but at the same time, even that personal brand is kind of another person alongside you. So how do you kind of go into that and then not put too much of yourself into such a personal thing? Sure if you want to go first. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, That's like the biggest compliment. I, l- I love that when the question is like, mm, 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 I don't know. Um, so I think like with me, you know, the art is me. So I'm unapologetically myself. If you follow me on Twitter, you know this. Right. Yes. Recently. Yes. Uh, so like I always just do or say whatever I feel like I want to say because mm. you got to be authentic to yourself, right? I mean, that's why people even gravitate to your art anyways, right? Because it's yeah. you. Yeah. So I, I realized that and I was like, you know, I'm just going to be myself no matter what. If people get mad at me, it's whatever. But at least I know, like, I'm being myself. And, you know, this is, they're, I'm, they're mad at me for something that I think, you know, than, than something that I didn't really think. Right. But I don't want to be like those people who are just, like, saying things because they know people will like it because people like that are, are red flags to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I go about it. For me, it's um I ha- I didn't have Instagram for like three years I think mm. before because I've only had my Instagram for like two years and mm. I think that getting back into it like felt like a chore like posting I don't enjoy being on social media that much but I'm starting to like get in my interacting bag and like figuring right, out right. Like, creative ways to to interact with people because now it's like social media is an art form like content creation is an art form in itself and i think i'm starting to enjoy that process but i'm still figuring out like how i want to engage and what my social media style is but i'm getting a little bit better i think i've always been myself on social Mm -hmm. media um i don't i don't think i say too much when i want to start talking more but um yeah it's it's been a, a slow process yeah, I'm kind of in that process of like trying to understand how I can be more of myself on stuff. And I think part of it at first was like, I'm doing these things, but not getting interaction. But like, I think that's just like part of the game, just kind of being like, here's all this stuff. And then if it picks up traction, then that's when you kind of attack it in a certain way. But um, I, th- I think the beautiful part for me is like the people that genuinely like, are there for your stuff like the people who are there like on every post like i just like like your stuff like i'm not yeah. here for for like i don't know you and i'm still like messing with you this hard and um i think at first it was tough when the people who i like loved and like my homies and my family wasn't the ones that was on that stuff but i was just like most of the time i'm not making art for my friends i'm not making art for the people who i hang out with even mm-hmm. like this is like I'm shooting it into space and then the people yeah. who grab onto it are the people I should put my attention to. Um, 
like like with Instagram, if if you're like um like on the 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 pro uh, Instagram page, like I realized I was just like promoting to people who already followed me. So I'm not interacting. I'm like specifically engaging in ways that aren't kind of growing my stuff. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I just I just love that like people are now hitting me up like, oh my god, what what song is this? And I'm like, ah, like you fell from my trap. Now I can talk to you about, <laughs> about my music taste. You feel me? Like like it's finally getting to a place where like I feel like I'm expressing that. And I'm, I'm 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 glad that that's happening. Um, but yeah, any any last thoughts? I know this is kind of a, a shorter episode, but any last thoughts or opinions or conspiracy theories or guesses on Phoenix's hype? Well, I was going to say, like, I feel like with uh, each, like, social media platform, there's, like, different types of users, I feel. There is, so bro. I feel like the people on Instagram are more, like, superficial. So they care more about, like, how things look aesthetically right. than, like, oh, you're just, like, stupid takes. So, like, if you go on Twitter, you could just say anything, and it's, like, more, right. pe- more people will like that than they would on Instagram. Right. You go on TikTok, people want to see, like, cool videos, like, funny things. You know, they're not trying to see the same thing that they would see on Instagram. Right. So I feel like that's what makes it harder too. Is because you could you could be like you know really popular on Instagram, but then it's like when you go on Twitter, you know nobody cares because right. that's this that audience isn't on there. Right. So I don't, honestly, I don't know how people would be having like millions of followers on every like platform. Yeah. It's I really don't get it, but that's that's all I've noticed too. Yeah, it's it's like 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 Phoenix says, it's an art form because. Like, it's, like, it's still them, but it's, like, different sides. Like you said, like, you got to kind of cater to everything. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to do that because, like, my mind will get stressed out trying to make different content for all this stuff. But um, it is a process that a lot of artists coming up have to deal with because it is, like, the livelihood at this point. Like, you got to get you got to get on somewhere. You got to figure it out. I don't know, though, because I've also realized, like, social media doesn't dictate success in the real world. Like, I'll see... Like a lot of rappers that still have like six million followers, and it's right, like right. you look at their sales, and it's like they're not really making sales too. Yeah. So I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if it's like all an illusion. If this is yeah. fake, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most rappers, like I asked uh, this this rapper, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Raw Youngin because he was in the studio. Um, mm. I was like, "How do you have so many followers on Instagram?" He's like, "Just flexing." He's like, I just "Flex, flex." <laughs> Flex like a my jewelry, for like something, for like something. That's what all rappers have told me. They're just like just flexing. Like I'll get a rental car for a day, take a couple pictures, and be driving around like flex, flex. Yeah, like, but see that that's like they're playing a character at that point. If they yeah, renting shit out, that's all it is. It's theater, it. yeah. And I feel like that's yeah. what part of hip hop is. Like when hip hop first yeah. started, you had those guys like the, the Apache. That that's right, how right. Like they're wearing those weird outfits. Like it was theater, yeah. and it still is like to to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're all an amplified version of themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like, because nobody wants to be like flexing all day. I don't know how they feel. Maybe they like it, but I wouldn't be like, look at my wrist all day. Like, that's kind of right. annoying. <laughs> no, I've heard like a lot of them have like fake cash and stuff. Yeah. Like, they rent out jewelry or sometimes it's fake and stuff. Yeah. yeah that's, that's too much to remember to do, bro. Like, oh, damn, I forgot to post my Rari today, bro. I, <laughs> I forgot to flex. <laughs> Gee, bro, I gotta. I mean, I guess the reward is worth it, right? Like, yeah. you know, you flex yeah. a little bit, you get millions of streams. Boom. All right. Yeah. It works out. That's true. I wish it was something that as easy to put that on everybody. Just like, okay, do this, do this. But it's like, nah, you gotta get that 
da 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 and figure this out for your niche and your little market. Cater to your style. Yeah. yeah. Art. Why do we why do we choose this guy? <laughs> why do we do this to ourselves? I think it chose us. That's not uh, yeah. something that you just stick with just because <laughs> it's yeah. just Oh you guys wanna know something interesting actually? Yeah. What? So I found out today that like um, since the pandemic happened and, you know, like, you know, now people are going back to work and everything. A lot of the people that um, got laid off, they're not going back to work because they're choosing to start their own businesses and like do their own like art stuff instead. Yeah. And so like now there's a shortage in workers and stuff like that. Mm. So now like businesses are like they're trying to raise their um, their pay and stuff, trying to get people back, but they still don't want to come back <laughs> because now everybody, everybody wants to do their own business. And it's hilarious for me. Because our economy is, like, able to be fully functional without having to go into a job every day. Like, we can all work from home. We can all start yeah. our own businesses. And I love that. Like, yeah. the government's freaking out a little bit because they're like, everybody, come on. Let's go back to work. Right. Right. And we're like, nah, yeah. we're, we're good. Yeah, it's really a lot of times they treat you like trash, too. So like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, why would I want to go back? It's like, not worth it. That 15 an hour is not like right with because yeah. how much is 15 really like it depends where you live but can you really do much with it here like in miami or like florida and you can't do in the jack with that bro yeah especially not miami maybe in somewhere like utah <laughs> i forgot that was a state God. Georgia. georgia this is an anti-utah podcast we out bro, we don't mess utah, with you. idaho wisconsin wyoming wyoming <laughs> wyoming uh, North Dakota, all of Dakotas, forget all of them. I don't even know them. Yo, yo, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. I, I just was having this conversation with my homie uh, at work. We combine the Dakotas yeah. and then separate Florida into North and South Florida. I like that. Why yeah, can't I'm going to be stuck in South Florida. You can, you can go up. You can you can take a little drive. I don't know, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. If the if the Florida separates, I feel like North Florida is gonna be racist in South Florida. Exactly. That's exactly why we're separating. That's, that's so, exactly why. So wait, listen. But if I take a road trip, I gotta pass through the racist part of Florida just to go to Georgia. <laughs> I I don't think I really want to do that. That's true. We gonna make make a shuttle so nobody uh nobody has to see it. Underground. Yeah. Underground railroad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a bad, that's a bad mix with the racist part of town. <laughs> of an underground railroad. They gonna be like, hey, I don't know about that, folks. Uh, Bro, I think it'll hurt your tummy for a second. Like, I don't know. This is this is what we should pivot to. No more art. We just start building underground railroad. Yeah. Bro, I'd be down for it. North like, to South Florida. I'm gonna be honest though. There's not many states I would go to outside of like. Um, New York, Cali, and Florida. I'm black, so I don't I don't trust the other states. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Even Texas, I'm like, eh. Texas. Mm-hmm. I heard some parts are like okay. Houston yeah, is just, cool. I don't want to take a chance. It's like if you go to like you know uh, Dallas, I heard it's pretty bad. But oh, that's yeah. crazy. Like that's crazy. Like the world is like that. You gotta be like, damn, no, but this part it might not. Bro, it's you have no idea. It might not like me like that over there. It's like yeah, the no. whole world, <laughs> the entire world, right? So I'm like, Bro, I'd be like, like, 
whatever. I'd be like Googling. I'd be like Googling, oh, best places to travel. And then like, I see like a random place in like the EU and I'm like, all right, is this place racist? And I got to like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I got to Google if every place is racist. Bro, you got to look up like the history of like the government, what they've been doing the past couple years. Like, eh, okay. Like, I feel like regardless, you're going to find racist people anywhere. So it's like, just yeah. don't worry about it. Unless it's that bad. Like, yeah. also I'm like, you're going to go missing to, but yeah. otherwise, Everybody's gonna be racist. Yeah. You might take one wrong turn and boom, that's all it takes. I know. <laughs> that's all it takes. It's over. Yeah. That happened to me, like, and I was in South Florida. Like, bro, I was trying to find a, uh, a skate park and uh, I went into the wrong neighborhood. These two white dudes walk out talking about, get out of our neighborhood, <laughs> calling the cops. I'm like, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because they didn't even know if I lived there or not. They just wanted me to leave All because right, I was black. Assume so. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that's why we got art because when we make art, they don't see our color. Yes, they do. I'm trying to be positive. You know, I've been thinking about that lately too. Like, how is you know, you know, black people or just the minorities in general don't get that much like respect in, in outside world. But then when it comes to music and like art and stuff, it's like everybody just loves it. Like, you know, you see like movies, people love them. You know, Get Out, everybody loves Get Out. Everybody loves Beyonce. Everybody loves, you know, all this stuff. But it's like, if they were just walking around the street and you didn't know them like for their art, would they really have as much respect? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think for some, <laughs> I think for some people it's like the, like as simple as like when you like entertain. I think they can like oh that's the value. But when it's like you just a black person, it's like okay I don't like I don't gotta respect that. Yeah. Like I, I see what you're doing there, but it's not clear like if you're a good person and stuff. But it's like it's weird that you have to go through that because like when I walk outside, I'm like okay everybody getting like the basic respect and I'm gonna just keep it pushing. Right. But it's like for a lot of people, I feel like they need a reason to respect you or, or to like give you like the credence to be like a basic human. So when it's like, oh, you make rap. OK, cool. Like like I've seen people be racist and, and then they like they find out somebody famous and they like switch up. Like, oh, my bad. Like now now you're OK. Like now you're fine that p- people know you. So I, I, it's like a weird, weird little little conundrum. Yeah, looking for that's a whole different conversation about like compassion that is too. Entirely, like, yeah, and like wait, what do you mean? Like, um, so just not having basic respect for other people, like regardless of the race, yeah. like that's just about compassion. And I think yeah. that did you guys hear about the study? It's like a white people they put like neuroreceptors in white people's like heads, and then they put an inanimate object, and then a white person mm-hmm. they register the inanimate object. And then they put a black person and a white person and they register the black person as an object. That's like a, mm. I think a subconscious, like generational thing. Just like we have generational trauma, they probably have yeah. whatever generational trauma, I guess you'd call it. And, and they're still struggling with that. So I think that like comes into the conversations where it's like, they have to look for a reason to respect you is because they view you as right. an object. And it's really, really, mm, really right. it's a really interesting study. Especially, but watch it. it's really weird that's crazy i know a lot of artists that like have to go through that too yeah because they don't see their they don't see their worth outside of like being an artist 
And I, yeah. I go I go through that struggle a lot too because I'm always thinking like, yo, like, would I have the same friends? You know, would people like me if I didn't do the stuff that I do? Because yeah. it's a it's a big part of your personality. So yeah. like, if you, that if you didn't do any of that, would anybody really even care about you at all? You know, yeah. it's kind yeah. of scary thought. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like thinking about that, man. Yeah. That <laughs> puts you in a weird place. <laughs> you in a really weird place. But it's like it's like honest. Like I, th- I think that's the same thing when you're like, oh, like do the friends I have. Like if I met them today, would I be like homies with them? Like, what is what is like that line? That's like, mm-hmm. why are you here? What are you doing? Like, cause I like I know my homies. They don't like serve a purpose to me yes. necessarily. Like they like my homies. I like I mess with them because I mess with them. But um, when you are doing something that's like a crap it's like oh i'm here because of this like i've made it this far because i can do this or i can't like like if i if i couldn't make music anymore if i couldn't make beats if i couldn't do graphic design like what's gonna happen to like you know it's like yeah. a weird rabbit hole to go down that's yeah. true do you do you believe in like um what's that word like and do you believe that everything happens for a reason like in destinies and stuff like that Yes. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. So, so do you think, like, uh, everything that's happened to you is kind of just, like, leading all to one big thing? Uh, I, th- I think more it's, like, I think everything that's happened happened so I can understand things in the way I do now. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I necessarily believe that, like, uh, like, I think for me the big picture of life is beautiful because it could lead to nothing so it's like i love that everybody is just like okay i gotta do what i gotta do to to figure out something for me to do just because i need to do it kind of thing um so i don't know if necessarily i believe i I think everything is working together to do something i I don't know what it is and i kind of want to keep it that way just because it's just like this is like this is a fun journey right now um but yeah, I, I think everything works together for whatever reason. But then, like, like when you start thinking about, oh, why so much bad stuff happening? Like, does that happen for like, like, what's the reason that happens? Like, yeah, like, I think sometimes like humans just create bad stuff, and that like translates onto bad stuff happening to other people. Right. Um, which doesn't have to be for a reason. Right. But, um, it's. I don't know, but true. yeah, like we just make bad stuff sometimes and like it just affects people terribly. Um, right. But the reason, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with um, Ian where like I don't want to know the reason right. at all. Right. I feel like if I did, like because if the reason is terrible, then it's like, oh shoot, not, not what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, or like yeah. Even to like, wait, what? I was saying like, even like to religion. Like, I feel like this is like really personal, but I feel a lot of my like hesitancy with religion is because I don't want to be in service of something because I'm scared to not go to a certain place. Mm. So I I don't want to just be like, because I feel like if I know that like, oh, if I do bad things, I'm gonna go to the bad place. Mm -hmm. But then I don't know exactly what a bad like me supporting somebody's like lifestyle choice is that a bad thing? Does that mean I'm gonna not like 
get in that way. So I, I choose not to like think about that because if I do, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole and I feel like serving anything in your life out of fear isn't doing it justice. Right. So I like don't even want to like apply that to that in that way. That's true. And then also going into the conversation of like what makes a good or a bad person. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Also, like, I feel like there's a lot of contradictions with it as well because, you know, a lot of them say things happen for a reason. Like, a lot of religions believe in that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it goes back to what you said before. Like, if a baby dies of cancer, like, or as soon as a baby's born, it dies, like, what was the reason for that? Like, right. if somebody's suffering right now and just dies, what's the reason for that? Right. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, think that people suffering has any reason to it. Because mm-hmm. what if, what if it was you? Or, like, phoenix or what if it was me you know i mean like what if i'm suffering so somebody else can do something Mm. grand like i don't want to be a pawn in somebody else's story that's kind of i don't like that thought personally i don't like knowing that things happen for a reason i'd rather just i'd rather just be floating honestly i don't want to i don't want to be like a part of something big that phrase always going to the worst times too like it'll be like oh your whole family got run over by a bus well you know bro like everything happened for a reason like we're gonna get to the end of this yeah. like bro, <laughs> bro oh my gosh. the bus ran over my whole family <laughs> like, this is <laughs> not we're not doing well right now but, it's not destiny that's a like villain origin story right right like uh, i don't know i don't know because yeah, that I, happens too it's like you know somebody your whole family might die and you just turn into this crazy like villain killing everybody you know that didn't happen for no that's not a good reason for that to happen (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible yeah well i mean everything happens for a reason doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a good reason right (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah it's terrible to say i get the thought process because some things lead to certain things that lead to certain things that make it so that we're all here today like they might have not all been positive necessarily but i i I think i think sometimes when people see the end result and like oh they got here because of this like it can kind of get like skewed or whatever to make it seem like oh everything is rainbows and cookies and stuff and that's not always always what happens yeah Yeah, this took a turn. I like it. This is. Wait, I want to go to another turn. I want to. Okay, okay, we're good. Do it. Take it. I was, I was gonna say my my biggest fear, like with the what we were talking about, like, everything happening for a reason. It's like, yeah. okay, what if you get everything you want, but then it's like it's nothing that you like uh, that you expected. Mm. So now you don't want it no more. I feel like that's also my biggest fear because I also see that happening to a lot of artists, right? Like they yeah. they finally get the fame and. You know all the fans and the fortune, but it's like you don't want it, so right, now we're right, right. I think, I think my mind is is weird in a way where everything. I'm- I just was talking for no reason just now. I don't got no. I don't got no answer. <laughs> what, you what about you, Phoenix? I have. Well, I think it happens to a lot of people because they put more of their time and energy towards the goal instead of the journey, and mm. so they like ignore the process. Oh, yeah. and they're not having fun in the process because mm. like, they're just focused on like getting the bag or whatever. 
And right. they're like, dang, like I missed out on the whole part where like nobody knew me and I was coming up and I was having so much fun making music with my friends. And I was right. just focused on being rich and now I'm rich and lonely because I didn't bring anybody up with me and I was just focused on doing whatever I right. could to like get to the top. That's what most people say. It's just like they're not focused on the journey and they're not being mm. present throughout the like throughout their life. And I think that happens to people regardless of like what like people who are end up miserable old and alone. It's because they went through their whole life just not being present and trying to be focused on something else that was like right. not as fun as, you know, the process of life. And so being present is like very important. That's a really good point. That's a really good answer right there. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to cut out my entire thing, and I'm just going to be like, okay, what, what did you think, Phoenix? And then we're just going to go to that. That was, yeah, that, is, that was a really good answer. That I like great. that. I like that one. Yeah, it's something um, I'm working on, too, because I think a lot of artists struggle with being present sometimes because we're yeah. always thinking about our art. Like, if you're out with friends, you're going to be thinking about, like, music, like, oh, I should yeah. do this. Like, just constantly going through your head with ideas. So, like, taking a second and just, like, looking around you is, like, yeah, because somebody called yeah, me. Sure you with that. They're like, "You're not as present as you think you are," and I was like, "Oh, thank you. I will work on." <laughs> Damn. It. Yeah, it was like, it was like hard, but like I didn't take it as like like a hurtful thing. I was just like, "You're right." Like it just made me realize. Yeah. To take a second and appreciate. That is crazy. Oh, uh, wow. That is true. Because yeah. I, I realized I'm like that too. I thought like, oh, if I'm if I'm able to do this, then I'll 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 be fine, and I won't think about it. But the more you reach your goals, the more you think about it, which I didn't I didn't know. So my whole thing like this year was like, I'm gonna be a full time artist. I'm gonna make money off of art, and then I did it. And like every time I'm out, all I'm thinking about, okay, right. how am I gonna make more money? And I'm yeah, like, keep it up, yeah, yeah, it's terrible, and I don't know why I think like that. It's not like I'm trying to, but for some reason, it's always on my mind. Yeah, it's I like an addiction. Like out of necessity too, like right now, because you exactly. gotta like your this is your your business. This is your like your livelihood to a certain extent. So you have to like you kind of have to. But I guess there's gonna be a point where you kind of have to balance it before like everybody else in your life isn't there in the same right. way anymore. Because right. also capitalism isn't made for artists, and so we subconsciously think like I have to make something every day to be a valuable artist. Where like art isn't. Mm-hmm you're not supposed to do that it comes from your emotions and so we're not robots we're not like on a conveyor belt trying to knock out ideas like this is something that comes from like your soul and it's a lot harder to to work through that with something like capitalism standing in the way where it's like you constantly have to pay bills or like knock Mm. something out just to make money you know so that's a whole different whole different thing there's so many aspects that come into like our thought processes that we don't even realize i think also that's crazy. Dimitri, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, damn. Not my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm having like revelations. So I'm like, damn. Yeah, no, bro. That was me during quarantine. Like, I was in my room going crazy. Like, oh my God. I'm like, everything I am essentially against in terms of like capitalism, mm-hmm. I'm becoming a part of that by being yeah. or wanting to be. I'm maybe a mainstream musician or a more successful musician. It's just you just becoming a part of that, essentially, unless you do something completely different, like somebody like Chance the yeah. Rapper, who made success yeah. like being independent. But yeah, yeah I had but even now, like at at that point, like he's kind of or like 
he reached a point where he kind of had to do a little bit of both. And then now he's kind of back in the indie, but like you reach a certain level and it's like, how do you, yeah, how do you balance that? If again, like that's what your livelihood is, is depending on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's where the hard part comes in. Uh, me, I also feel like I, I get into this habit of like competing, even though I'm not in a competition. Mm. Like I have, I have, it's a bad mindset, I know, but it's like, in your mind, you're like, you see somebody do something and you're like, damn, like, you know, you feel like you're behind because you're not, you're not there yet. But they started at the same time as you. So you're like, okay, I need to catch up. Right. So in my mind, I'm always seeing some, somebody like being further than me. And I'm like, all right, now I need to keep working more so I can get to that point. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, it's bad. You gotta, like, I realize you gotta stop comparing yourself too. So that's, that's the major thing that's been causing me to be like you know i'm always thinking about it because i'm always like okay i'm behind i gotta catch up mm. yeah is there any like is there any healthy way to compare or like what would be not that i was saying I would... not necessarily comparing but um maybe referencing an artist that you like or an artist that you're like right behind i mean like mm. okay i like the way they do this i like the way you do that maybe i can do this more like them mm um while still keeping my style but like also realizing like comparing in a sense of like using them as a reference for things you want to do or ideas you want to you know knock out before you Mm. have the budget and everything versus being like oh my god they did this at 20 years old i need to be like that like putting yourself on a time frame because if you recognize that everybody's on their own like like journey and own time frame like the person who blew up at 20 might die at like 23 like, right, right. Or it might not. They might not keep blowing up. Yeah, right. Point. Like their their success might be like, like you might die out. But right. run your own time frame so you can take the time, like while nobody knows you, to like, right, right, right. to like really build on your ideas yeah. and use yeah, so them. Gradual growth is better than like instantaneous um growth. Oh, like mm-hmm. consistency, like Doja Cat, bro. Like she yeah. had, she had like two albums before she blew up. I think. But that's that. Yeah, she house. was hustling for a while. Yeah. So she was hustling for a while because yeah, I used exactly. to like follow her when she was like an indie artist and she was really going hard. She was going hard. Yeah. And I think that's why she's so like good now is because she had yeah. all that time to really build that that stupid song, the, the cow song blew up and then but she still right. has fire stuff. She's like, Okay, I'm gonna right. use this to be like consistent as I was before. Like That's the thing I don't think people recognize is a part of like like you might not blow in the next 10 years but it's like like you said art chose us so we we're in it for the the like the communication between us and that entity that is art because it's like we we can't live without doing it and i think a lot of people get into it and expect a certain like like i'm not catching fire yet i guess i gotta like stop or like switch it out right and it's just like you gotta you got to be patient with it. you got to nurture it. it's like a relationship you can't just like expect the best thing to come out of Sense. just a moment or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah this was a, this was a good conversation we, yeah we got deep we took it we took it a lot of a lot of places um thank y'all for i, I forgot i felt like we were on facetime for a second i forgot i just like looking i was just like tim bag was like yes y'all just, y'all just have a conversation um, but thank you too for coming on. Um, thank you for like ex- ex- exploding 
my mind at a bunch of points. Uh, um, and yeah, I, I want to try to get more more people to hear artists talk about stuff that we struggle with and be honest about all this stuff on here. So thank you guys for being the guinea pigs uh, on the first episode. Yeah, yeah. You can check out both their episodes uh, on SoundCloud and Spotify. And do y'all want to shout out y'all socials real quick? And uh, yeah, um, I'm at P H O E N I X X James Phoenix James with two X's on Instagram, and then X Phoenix James on Twitter, um, and then Phoenix James on all platforms for my music. All right, and mine is um, Dimitri D I M I T H R Y. Victor as in victory on IG and uh, Dimitri V on Twitter. That's it. Yeah. All right. Hope y'all have a good night wherever you are. If it's day, night, evening, just stop procrastinating. Go after your dreams. Get that. Start waiting. All right. Have a good night. So negligent for these days and brochures. Don't want a thing, baby girl, that's all yours. Honeymoon nights make you mine on seashores. Model wing legs, and I'm three finger ways. Me and Mustaine doing duets and hurricanes. Ever clapping songs, watch your world change. You hell on my mind.